This episode is brought to you by Bear Mattress. I'm just going to go to bearmattress.com and read a little something. Technology. The Bear Mattress has been engineered with both advanced foam and salient technologies. We worked with experts around the world to design a mattress that is universally comfortable, improves sleep quality, and increases your energy. Sleep is as important to your performance in life as diet and exercise, and we believe the Bear Mattress will exceed your expectations and improve your life. My personal testimonial is I love my mattress. They sent me one, and me, Lady Dash... Emma, Elwood, we just have like a pig pile in there, and I get great night's sleep. But yeah, check everything out at bearmattress.com, and if you end up copping a mattress, use promo code SKATE50 to get $50 off your order. We are also brought to you by World Industries. I was lurking the world site this morning and to see if they updated the stickers online store, and they did. I picked out 15 stickers that I was really hyped on for them to make, and they actually made them, and they're up there. I'm pretty hyped to see them, and I want to get my hands on some. Also, the Shetler shoe is available. We did limited run 7 through 11 and all the half sizes in between. And actually, I have the footwear team coming to my house today because I just got our first shipment of shoes. I figure each of us gets three pairs and we see how long it takes me to go through three pairs and then I'll gauge it from there. Um, these are going to be the content creators for the four side of things at World. I'm really excited for this opportunity and yeah, the shoe's available now at worldindustries.com along with the stickers. And as always, each and every episode is brought to you by All I Need. Our second team video titled In the Trenches just went live on the Ride channel and everybody in the video fucking killed it. Uh, I'm honored to be a part of this one. If you check out the video, please share it. It'd be cool to see how far this thing grows. We are also hosting a Surf Expo Mini Ramp Deathmatch next month. It will be Friday, January 27th. I would like to personally invite any and every skate shop in the area to come. It costs you nothing to sign up as a buyer for the shop. And you can get all your riders in for free, and they'll have a chance to win some cash. Uh, it's going to be a jam format with multiple people on the ramp at once, and we'll do like a bracket style and dwindle it down to top three where we'll pay out some cash. And we'll have some cash to give away for just like bangers and epicness and whatever else is, goes crazy. Uh, I'm really excited for this. Uh, death matches from 1 to 3 p.m. Registration and practices at noon. For our web store and more, check out allineedskate.com. Also, all the links to everything I spoke about in the ads will be in the show notes for easy access. And our guest today is Chris Colburn. We chopped it up about his formative years in Vermont and growing up around Talent Skate Park, his travels with Mountain Dew, his experiences with helping create We Are Blood, produced by Ty Evans, and as well as some of his travels with Element. It was awesome to meet you, Chris. Uh, you seem like a balanced, healthy, happy person going for it. Stokes me out. Enjoy. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder. 
podcaster, and All I Need State founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know? The other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Alright, what are you on your porch right now? How, how nice is it out there? It's pretty nice out here. It's like crispy too. It's like probably 65, 60. Ooh, that's a good temperature. Yeah. Where are you at? I'm in Highland Park. California. South, Pas- South Pasadena, California. Nice. Are, and you said you're living out there right now? Yeah. Hell yeah. I just got a place with my lady like a little over a year ago. Before that, I was living in Echo Park with some friends for four eaters. Were you in a skate house before? Yeah. It was a classic skate house. Like, I went in there the other day, and I'm just stoked. I've made a move and a step in the right direction. Yeah. I miss all those dudes I live with, I lived with, but just something about having, like, your own place, and you can get home and shut the door, just hear quiet. Yeah, it's a life hammer when you can... Put a price on that. It's like a life hammer, like, progression when you move out of the skate house and, like, you have your own shit, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All those skate houses are so fun, like, drunk nights, wildness, whatever goes, goes. <laughs> Walking over to bars, lurking around Echo Park Lake. The, the only problem with skate houses is that no one wants to clean the bathroom or anything like that, usually. Yeah, bathroom always gets hectic. Somebody's got to puke or what. <laughs> it gets disgusting. But, yeah, it's nice when homies have pets, though. I never had a dog growing up, but my roommate had a dog, so it was like just having one without their responsibilities. Yeah, and dogs dogs are the fucking best. Yeah, they just keep the hype up. <laughs> Yeah, and it's cool to have, like, the like visiting custody. Like, it's not your dog, so... You don't have to feed it. You don't have to do any of that. You you can, which makes you the man, but... <laughs> take, take it for a walk. You feel like just clearing your head. Yeah, dogs are therapeutic, for sure. I got two. Sick. So you've never had a dog, though? You know what's up. Nah. Bummer. Parents had cats growing up. I got love for all animals, but... I definitely want a dog. It's just gotta be the right time and place. What's the cats all about? Are they chill? They're super cool. Some of them were more friendly than others, but, you know, for the most part. Yeah. My mom loved cats. She had cats, um, and they were always, always assholes, but that's what made them sick. They'd, like, claw you in when you'd walk by and shit. You're like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were just, like, always way too hyped, I think, and they were just spracking out. I don't know. <laughs> that's fun. My parents have, uh, two cats now. Nice. One's named Squirrel. The other's named Eva. Nice. And this cat, Eva, is just, like, so human-like. 
she'll just lie on her back with like all her feet and paws in there for like an hour just relaxing the thing about cats that trips me out is they just don't give a fuck. Well, at least the cats I I encountered, they didn't give a fuck. Whereas a dog, like, whenever I walk in, my dogs are, like, up my ass. Like, we need you, we need you. Cats never give a fuck about me. Yep. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the blessing and a curse, kind of. Like, when you do want affection from an animal, like, the dog's always there for it. But when you don't, you're not going to see that cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's time to eat. And the weird thing, I love that we started talking about cats right away. Um, and another thing about cats that was always weird to me is they shit in like a box full of litter. And that whole process always strange to me, but I mean, I get it. It's pretty tight that you can train them. Yeah. <laughs> they just love to bury stuff. Yeah. All right, we're going to switch it up. We're going to switch it up and I'm going to start at the top. How, how old are you right now? Nice, quarter of a century. In a month. Nice. Quarter of a century, dude. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> um, how long have you been skating? Been skating for, for going on sixteen years. Started when I was nine. Damn, that's a heavy portion of your life. For sure, it's more than half. Yeah, that's fucked up to think about. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. And you've been sponsored, so you probably have more hours than most. Because when you get when you're like making money skating and stuff, all you got to do is skate, right? Yeah, it's definitely having sponsors is a huge push to just keep skating and staying on the board. Because that's what some people are helping you do at this point in my life. So yeah, why would I take advantage of that? Yeah, I'm like not do it as much as I can. Yeah, exactly. It kind of fine line to that for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you got to balance it out. But it's good to have sponsors that allow you to indulge in something that you like care about, and you have like free time to do that. Like that's such a cool thing. I think that's what everyone's striving for is like to make a little money doing something they enjoy. You know? Yeah, not treat it like a job, but just keep doing what you're doing. Because I don't know, it seems like that's what people get sparked about skaters. Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from Williston, Vermont. Nice. What's Vermont all about? Cows? Vermont's super green. <laughs> there are a lot of cows. <laughs> a lot of mountains. It snows heavily, like, at least half of the year. Just the classic East Coast weather. Yeah. Do you guys get buried in snow? Yeah, sometimes. Some winters will be, like, kind of thin, and others will be extremely heavy. Yep. Lots of snow days, lots of waking up at the wee hours of the morning and snow blowing. <laughs> you fucking snow blower? If you live there. My parents were doing it every day. I'm in Boston, and I have to shovel, like, like you said, some winters are worse than others. And, like, the one, the last one we just had, I had to shovel, like, a shitload of times like the plow comes by at the end of the driveway and you have like a two foot fucking wall of ice and i gotta go to work i'm like <laughs> time to shovel <laughs> yeah, did you did you grow up skating um talent with hannah and them i did that's so sick I, I was like one of their local go-to's about six months after they opened i just went there and got hooked 
such it was so nice having an outlet like that close to me growing up with like such supportive staff and making friends every time I go there basically. How far is it from where you were living? It was like a five to ten minute drive. Nice, genius. Yeah, I was really happy about that. There was one other indoor skate park open at the time in Waterbury, which is where I met the homie Jordan, actually. Nice. Because that's like kind of halfway between both their houses. And he would come up to talent like the 6 to 9 sessions, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. and on the weekends. Hell yeah. But being so close to that park, I was just there like once school was out most days. Did you have a membership? Yeah, I was working to pay for that membership towards like a few years after going there and realizing I wasn't going to leave. <laughs> My parents were like, we're not about to keep paying for these year memberships and <laughs> shoes every month and a board and it's a lot of expenses that skateboarding leads to. Yeah, luckily you surround yourself with it enough and you'll get kids to knock you down gear and work out deals with skate park owners where you can teach lessons and pick up bottles. Yeah, we do that stuff. Camp. Yeah, we do that stuff too. We do skateboard clinics and um, all types of stuff at the at the edge. And I, I love the edge. It's like crucial. In the winter, right? Yeah. It's, it's cool because is Talon a pretty big skate park? It is. It's, I don't think it's as big as the Edge, but it's definitely big enough to have your space in it. Do people come up from all over, or is it mostly people from Vermont? Yeah, there's usually at least a couple of random faces in like the evening sessions that I would see. You talk to them. Some people say they drove from like four hours away, some, some less. Yeah. Always had outsiders coming to skate kind of like brought people out i think yeah it's cool i really enjoy that part of having an indoor skate park especially when it's like where we where we are right now it's in new england so there's so many states right here and people come from all these cities and stuff in the winter and i get to see like all the styles and personalities and like little corners of new england skateboarding and um i think it's rad to have that community a lot of indoor parks have that you know yeah i know what you mean do you ever win, do you win a bunch of contests at the uh, talent? Not many. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Not many at all. <laughs> but I would always lose to the homie Colin whenever there would be a contest, or Jordan, or Cody. Yeah, those are tough competition right there. Damn, Sean Stem too. He's up there. Yeah, I've never done that well in contests, but uh, for sure we had some heavy competition. <laughs> right. It's always like everyone hanging out together skating like they would usually but with a little more faces watching just more fire too like you get a little more hyped all those people and like that's my problem is i'm like the dude who like busts his nut too fast because i go to practice and i have too much fun skating with everyone and i'm like not yeah. i'm not training or paying attention i'm just like i want to fucking do this <laughs> i'm like snaking people <laughs> yeah because like the minute like the lights turn on like it's there's no, like, minute run. Someone's going to tell you to rip. Yeah. Is that how sponsorship came, was through the skate shop? Yeah. I think early sponsorship definitely came through the skate shop. That's... They hooked me up with some rep, East Coast rep flow. 
for, for Duff's. Nice. I believe it was Hannah and Dave. And then shortly after, my friend John Haro, who was working there, got me a Satori Wheels Flow. Nice. Which was epic. And yeah. Actually still going to, to this day. Fuck yeah. Satori's sick, man. Um, I feel like Susky was involved with them. He may still be. Yeah, he is. He's one of my favorites. Fuck yeah. No, they've got some sick skaters still on. I always like the vibe of Satori, too. It's a sick, unique, original, like, there's nothing else like it, you know? Yeah. That's cool, man. They have a stacked team to begin with, so that's never a bad thing. Yeah. That's How about you? Early sponsors? Oh, for me? Um, yeah. I started with a skate shop, so Solstice Skate Shop. Yeah, and they they started, like, letting me hang out. Actually, I started digging through their trash first because they'd throw out, like, old boards that were, like, square, but, like, just they didn't think anyone wanted to skate, and I'd skate the fuck out of them. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, and then it started with shoes, and I was, like, they'd hook it up with shoes occasionally, and then, um, like, hand-me-downs, and then eventually they would just give me deals, and then they hooked me up with sponsors. Like, I ended up riding for Fiberro through them because... Uh, demos like that's what thing i love about skate shops is they do stuff like that they do demos and like um skate events because then like it just brings everyone together you meet people it's like a lot of energy like so i met dudes from fibro and they were cool and then they asked me to go on trips and like and then i was off to the races from there Dope. yeah bringing demos through always gets some kids riled riled up yeah i love it it's like a live show it's yeah, it's like a live show, and, like, if you do it right, they're skating with you, so it's like you get to come through, check out a new park, there's a bunch of new epic people, like, I don't know. I think Talent did a lot of demos in the past that got me sparked as well, out of nowhere. Do you remember any of the teams or brands that came through? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I remember Enjoy came once. Whoa. Like Louis Barletto was just, like, blowing my mind. That guy's classic. Blunt stall, south flips, and shit. Fuck. <laughs> and then, man, Circa came a while ago, and Appleyard was in there, killing it. So good. Yeah, skating this bump to bump with a flat bar across the top. Yeah, that guy's legendary. Barbaro came a while ago too. I was Sixteen, little Westgate ripping. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Happened. He was like fifteen, I think. Yeah, I went. I believe I've been to uh, that park too. Um, and I met Hannah. I went through there as well. You I think we, yeah, that place was so fun, dude. Susky was there. Right? <laughs> yep, for sure. He was killing it. Susky grinds. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, fuck. You gotta come back up this spring, summer. Yeah, for sure. I'll bring a crew and we'll just roll up and check it out. We've been going to Baltimore, which has been dope. Um, really? yeah. That's from there. Oh, sick. Yeah, Charm City is out there. That skate park's awesome. And there's, like, a whole community of skateboarders that crush it. Yeah, I'm down. I'm trying to cover more East Coast ground. So we should definitely link up this summer. Yeah, come up here. We got Boston, New York, and Providence. All awesome cities. (laughs) There you go. So you were telling me earlier a little bit about Tampa. You went down to the Tampa Am? Yeah. How was that? All the way to the bottom of the East Coast. Tampa. (laughs) Hanging off. It was was dope. (laughs) I went to Ryan Clement's house that first day I got in on Friday. I, it was kind of like a welcoming for the weekend to anybody who heard about it. 
and it was my first time going there. He has this huge DIY skate park in his front yard. Yeah, it's like the driveway. It's like the dream driveway, right? Yeah. Sick. Whole snake run type deal. (laughs) They have free tacos and giving out cash for tricks. Gnarly. Lives on a little lake right there. It was a really peaceful way to like bring in the hectic weekend. Especially at the AM contest, because it's like hundreds and it's like hundreds of dudes battling out from all over the fucking place. Yeah, all <laughs> under one roof, just like sweating it out, dodging each other. This was much more of my speed, like an outdoor, like down. The whole contest was awesome, just to see the level of skating that's out there and how young these kids are doing their tricks. Yeah. Pretty fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One kid, Jagger Eaton, was killing it. He's about to have his own TV show, I heard. That's sick. That'd be rad. But he's got, like, switchback Smiths poked. Definitely out there working on the skating. Yeah. My favorite is when the kids hit, like, that age where they don't look like a little kid anymore. They, like, stretch out a little bit, and they're, like, killing it. That's, like, right when I'm, like, tuned in. Like, that's the sickest. Fuck yeah. Even, but... But little kids are just, like I skate, do skateboard lessons all the time, and it's so fucking fun because there's nothing funner than like learning from the the flat ground and just like relearning it, you know, with someone. Sick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just put you in touch with like first thing you stepped on. Yeah. Constant reminder of yeah. Constant reminder of flat ground of like the truth, which is like the fundamentals, you know. Dope. Dude, but did uh, you have you collided in any of those Tampa Am contests? <laughs> Yeah, I think a decent amount. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's always a given. If you're if you want to skate fast, you're gonna hit someone. Yeah. It's cool. Most kids, if you're skating fast and like are about to land your trick, they will get out of the way. Unless the other person is just completely in like their own world. Yeah. Just landed their trick, like fucking hyped, and then you just wah, <laughs> collapse. Yeah, I've been there. I've been on the end of that one, for sure. <laughs> I watched this one homie who was just standing on the top of the deck, not doing a single thing, like, looking around. Some board comes up the ramp out of nowhere and just smokes him to the face. Fuck. Dripping blood everywhere. Came back a few hours later and kept killing it. Damn. Dudes do that, dude. I saw Ira. We're our homie Ira. He did that at the Tampa Pro. Like, not he wasn't in the pro contest. He was in, like, the team manager, like, old man thing. Fucking bust his face open, skate around bloody, like a man. <laughs> That's sick. I know, I said the same thing. I saw him, I was like, whoa, you're bleeding, you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm like, "That's fucking gnarly. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck, zero fucks. <laughs> Ira lives right down the street from me. Oh, dude, next time you see him, tell him I said what's up, he's the man. I, I will. And he came on the show, so if you go back and listen, I had I had him on as well. Yeah, you want to know? You want to know what's funny about um, Jordan Maxim's episode and Ira is they both tell the same story, but from two different perspectives. It's a fight story, and it, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> that like giant brawl they got into. Yeah, it sounded wild as hell, and then just to hear it from both their perspectives was sick. They're both like very, very awesome about it. It was very, very animated. Yeah, <laughs> and the stories aligned properly too. I was like, this is fucking rad. <laughs> I was looking, I was lurking online, dude, and I was saw, um, you went to Detroit. What was that all about, dude? When, why'd you go there? Uh, I've been a couple times. Sick. 
but I went my first time with the Element Make It Count crew Sick. to hold a contest. It was with like Donnie Barley was with us, Todd Larson, Dylan Christopher, Cole Matthews. Cole's the man. Yes, it was so fun. Oh, sick. We were, we were holding contests in people's hometowns to pick a winner and bring out to California to, to compete with the national finalists. Sick. In a skate park contest that Element created years ago called Make It Count. It's tight. This year, they just evolved it and sent all the winners out to Barcelona to film a video part. Whoa, good idea. Each kid got to put out their own part on the barracks and people voted. That's sick. And yeah. when you went to Detroit, was it like, um, were you in like the hood? Was it desolate? Like, I know that people talk about Detroit and it being like rough situation. Like, where were you at in Detroit? Shit, we were definitely in the cuts. Like, one day we went and explored an abandoned building. Just went to the top and fucked around. <laughs> Used some spray paint markers. Took some photos. Broke some windows. Is it just like a f empty factory, basically? Like yeah, <laughs> but we had been warned, like if anyone, just to be aware that there could be like some shady lurkers in the shadows. Yeah, just hanging out, waiting to take someone's money. <laughs> yeah, but fuck, it's definitely not the nicest place right now. But all the real estate's really cheap. Oh yeah, heard. And was the contest, the contest was sick? Was it at a, um, a skate park or something? I know there's a great DIY park going there right now. Oh, no shit. That's been getting bigger. I've gone there this time I've been back. I'm trying to think. Yes, the skate park that we held the contest was an indoor park. Nice. And the homie Dustin Blavelt came and killed it. Oh, Dustin. I used to skate for, with Dustin on World when they were making boards. That's right. Dustin was so good at skateboarding. Well, yeah, you already know. He was just like back three to full flat. I remember Dustin coming in and killing it. Yeah, that dude's done some gnarly shit um, on a skateboard. Like when he was on the work, when he wrote, when he went, when we went on trips for World, he would always like shut down the demo with like something ridiculous, like a back three kickflip over like a whole thing or like. Yeah. He was like yeah, what? He he always like does what it takes to deserve. A contest win yeah for sure the skating I've seen. and the skating's unworldly for sure it's like ahead of its time for sure yeah always been on one he tried to switch barley grind el toro like 10 years ago holy shit really maybe close to that long ago gnarly go do it i heard i saw the rails now unnobbed you can skate it yeah dane berman back five out it Oh, that was El Toro? He did the side one, right? Yeah. That footage is so sick. He almost gets smoked by the locker, like the corner. Oh, no. I was fucking worried for him on that one. I oh, know, but when he rode away, we both were like, fuck, yeah, we know that feeling. Well worth it. That trade flip. So crisp. <laughs> uh, well, talking about filming and stuff, dude, um, I wanted to kind of get into, like, filming with Ty, and I saw you went to, um, did you go to Dubai? What, was that, that's with Brain Farm. Is that Ty's, like, um, media company? I, I would love to just throw one more thing about Detroit in. Oh, please, please, please. After we had a good time and did the contest and everything, we went and got lunch. 
right before our flight, and we came back to our van. Everything had been taken except a couple cameras in the back seat. Oh shit! You got robbed. Yeah. <laughs> just broad daylight on like a main street. <laughs> Someone got like pretty much all our luggage, skateboards, cameras, laptops, Holy. except like the one homie's heavy ass camera that he left in the bottom of the trunk, and that had like most of the tour footage on on it. So I can still go back and watch the edit. <laughs> but we did lose Cole's angle of everything in his camera bag and laptop. Dude. Uh, all this shit. Thousands of dollars. It's a good bonding experience. <laughs> yeah, you got, first you got no choice. That's your first one? Yeah, it was sick. Dude, you had no choice. You're like, well, time. you're like, we have to just survive this. That's it. This is our options. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It's funny. I was well, like. I just got on the plane with like bag of paint and my skateboard. <laughs> this is the first. That's sick. Yeah. Detroit, I was like, hey, how's Detroit? You're like, eh, it's pretty decent. Then the end of the story, you're like, yo, yeah, they stole hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. It does. It does. I had a... When I went back and there's an epic DIY spot going in a tennis court. Yeah, those are the best. DIYs are the fucking best. I want to go back and just skate that more. It's so fun. I remember seeing, like, a thing for, I want to say America, and they were, like, taking over buildings and, like, building skateboard stuff in there, like, buying properties. I think. Damn. I may be mistaken, but... Um, works with the name. Yeah. I had a time, one time, or, what the hell am I saying? One time, I was on a trip in Barcelona, and, uh... We pulled up to the spot, and we were trying to park and then skate away to the spot. And there were, like, these beggar dudes, like, at the van, like, asking for money. And they are basically, the guy translated for me, is like, yeah, these they want you to pay them so they'll watch your van. You know, bas- basically saying, like, they're going to break in if you don't pay them. And uh, I was, like, a dumb kid, and I was in the back, and the dude was up at the window. Yeah, and the well, this one dude came up to the window of the van, and I was I was like a dumb kid in the back, and I had a razor blade in my hand, and he was like making faces, so I like moved the razor blade, and uh, he thought I was like getting crazy, so then he started freaking out, and then they were like gonna hit our van, and we basically just left and took off and par- park. <laughs> yeah, I was my fault. I was the asshole for sure. I was kind of taunting the guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I guess that's like normal. <laughs> I was kind of just fucking around. I had a blade and he was being weird, so I was being weird back, and then our weirdness got us in trouble. Um, but yeah, I never heard of that either. But it's like one of those situations. We didn't get robbed, but it could have happened. That sucks. I've gotten like pretty much robbed by the cops in Barcelona. They took our boards and made us pay to get them back. Fucked up. Yeah. But our homie convinced them for like an hour how broke we are, so... <laughs> A lot less than they wanted. Nice. Your poorness helped. 70 euros for like four boards. Damn. That's, so that's. Really they were like trying to get, get us on like thinking more like some daddy Warbucks shit. Yeah. Like they're, like it's fucked up that they can just do that. Yeah. We probably should have just went and got new boards, but it's like the principle of it at the same time. I just had to battle for my trucks in the airport coming back from the Philippines. They what, they wouldn't give it to you? They were tripping when I was trying to get through 
these customs in Tokyo on a layover. Did they not know what it was? They thought it was a sharp object. And I was like, so is your computer, <laughs> or it's a heavy metal object that's sharp. And I was like, look. And to like show them footage real quick, they're like, we know, we know. But I had to talk this dude down for like 20 minutes, and then I finally walked away from him. <laughs> nice. You're like showing him clips. You're like, look, I'm in a video. Like, check this shit out. It's, it's not a weapon. <laughs> He's like, I like the back tails, but you're not getting the truck on the plane, Chris. Right. It's not fucking happening. I'm like, grab that melon and you can get on. <laughs> can you melon? Fuck yeah, I can melon grab. Yeah, I can't melon. Really? Not yet. <laughs> I like that you you like haven't ruled it out. You got it as an option. Nope. <laughs> are you do? Yeah. Are you doing any yoga to work towards the melon grab or? You know, I should. <laughs> that would be a great goal to like start with. But no, and trying to like do backside bonuses and like grab melon. Nice. And then like if I can get high enough off a kicker, try and grab it, but it usually doesn't happen. Hmm. And snowboarding, just melon all day. Are you flexible? Not very. You'd you'd think if I skate so much, but that's. It's up to the person to really be flexible. <laughs> do you stretch? Do you touch your toes? I do stretch. I enjoy stretching, which is a good thing. Nice. But sometimes it's a pain, literally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Going to Dr. Dave's is the shit. He's I'm the man? To your conversation with him on this. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, he's the man. It's cool to have, like, someone who understands and has all the information. You can pick their brain and, like... Really get to the yeah. root of it. That conversation you guys have alone is like so much information. Yeah, I've had to listen to it a few times just to remember what he said to like stay healthy. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah! I was buying these frozen acai packets though on some health tip. Ooh, nice. Life, life. Getting to be affordable, which is tight. Yeah, that's really a good thing. It should, it should all be affordable for sure. Did you did you go to Doctor Dave's because you got injured? Um, I have in the past, yes. Just like minor knee injuries, like tweaks or something. Yeah, solid tweaks. Sure. <laughs> I've been I've been there, but stretching helps. Crazy. Yeah, definitely. Just doing it like for ten minutes out of the day, even. Yeah. It's tough to do it like in the warm up though. It's best to like. Do it before you even get on board, but I gotta get the legs moving a little bit before I think about stretching. Yeah, it's cold now, so like when I get to wherever I'm gonna skate, I do like the rocky little jumps, like just little jumps up and down, get my toes going, get my heart going. Invisible uh, jump rope. Yeah, exactly. I just do that, and people look at me like I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> but, but really. In your headphones, you got the Rocky theme song going, <laughs> and you're like in your own world. Well, I always have to tell them, because then I'm even weirder, because I'm like, look, I, when I smoke weed, I like the stretch. Like, I know I, it's weird. It's fucking weird. And it's weird I'm oh. telling you that. <laughs> good. Um, but yeah, it makes for a good session. If you start at the beginning, and you like move your toes, and you get your heart going before you even really try anything. Back that. Yeah. 
I like to go slow and warm up. Like, when I go somewhere and skate, if there's a lot of people, I get, like, excited and I, like, skate too hard, too fast. I like to, like, warm up on flat ground all the time. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> if you had to pick Fakie or Nolly, go ahead. Probably Fakie. Damn. Good choice. Good choice. I'd say Nolly, but Fakie's amazing. I don't know, like, what we're... We're hopping on a handrail here. Oh, specifics? I don't even know. Let's start with flat ground. Fakie or nollie foot? Flat ground. Yeah. Probably fakie, just because, I don't know, I put a lot of stress on my front foot a lot, so I try to even it out as yeah. much as I can. Yeah, that makes sense. But I love me a good nollie. What about down a gap? Say it was a 10 stair. Probably nollie it before I fakie ollie it. Just out of scared, popping fakie? Just, yeah, out of comfort level, I think. Going stance I'm used to. Do you, when you go to stairs, do you go through like ollie, 180, nollies, or do you just go right for a trick sometimes? I, I'd like to ollie it, usually. I respect that. I'm trying to half cab more stuff. Damn, half cabs are sick. Yeah, it's such a cool trick. Skate with Mason Silva makes me want to skate faking a lot. What's your, if you, can you do faking nose grinds? Not very well. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. Like, I picture like Malto, like faking nose grinds. Flat bars, they're really fun. Yeah. And Cody Hale's got them on lock. Cody, speaking of Cody and Colin, dude, both those dudes are so fucking good. What's Actually, all you guys are fucking good. What's in the water in Vermont? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good energy and talent skate park. Yeah, those two dudes shred, man. I watched all their, I like went through and lurked their name on YouTube and stuff and found all the footage and tripped out for a while. Hell yeah. Yeah, you guys got a good crew. Thank you, dude. It was just luck that I grew up around all those really talented people. I think like, are you guys all the same age? Around the same age. Like Colin is... A little older than Cody, than Jordan, than myself, all within like a year. Yeah, you guys all feed off each other then, for sure. Yeah, it was a lot of fun street skating with them and seeing... I grew up watching videos of, like, Colin and his generation with, like, Dave Hebert, Marshall Heath. Damn, damn. Dude, just dudes around Burlington, like, making videos. Our buddy Travis Card was filming it all, editing it. Sick. And then I got lucky enough and just put myself out there to be around the street skating and just start making our own videos. And I got a couple tricks in their montages. But towards the end of the like video trilogy, that, that happened. Did you guys have a city there that you skated? Where were you skating outside? Mainly Burlington. Oh, Burlington, that's right. And there's some cutty spots? That is the city. Yeah. There's always more popping up. But the few that are still around are still there and need more love. <laughs> Went back twice this summer to try to just tackle more hometown spots. What made you want to go west? Yeah, the weather and the opportunity I had at the moment. Because my friends, Jordan and Chris Whitaker had moved out to Los Angeles and, and I really wanted to move out with them but 
I was still going to school at that time when they moved. But I waited a year, and they still had a room to offer me. And I'd saved up a decent amount of cash working at this bagel job that Cody Hill got me. Shout out Cody and Brugers. And I moved out on February 21st, 2011, in the Echo Park. Brugers is fucking dope, by the way. I love eating at Brugers. <laughs> right? I was waking up at like 4 a.m. And serve them, and then if you can stay awake by noon, go skate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's perfect. What was your opportunity? You just had a chance to, like, live out here? Live in California? Give it a try? Yeah, I was, like, this little skate nerd online on my MySpace a while back when I was, like, 11 or 13. But I've been skating for a couple of years, and we filmed some stuff in the streets, a lot of it at the skate parks. But I, I was sending out my Sponsor Me tape to whoever I could. Nice. And I found these guys called Silent Skateboards out of Monrovia, California. They hit me back when I sent them my footage saying that the owner was this guy named Paul Wilson. He was 42 and has a son who loves to skate. And he started the company so his son could get his friends and him out skating more and being productive. And he just wanted to give them like an outlet to do that which seemed like a genuine response and a reason to start something like that. And he sent me some boards and clothing, and I started wearing it and skating it. And my buddies Jordan and Witta were obviously asking about it. They're probably very curious how I got hooked up because I was not very good. <laughs> <laughs> but I put them in contact with Paul, and he started to hook all my friends up. And that one thing led to another and he flew me out to California for a contest and I brought my dad and my homie Mark Nicholson nice. from Durham, New Hampshire actually was planning on going that week with friends but all his buddies backed out so he asked if he could come with me and I was like of course so we both went out and skated this contest at the Arcadia Skate Park and stayed at a really nice hotel Paul put us in and we met him and his son and all his buddies, we went and skated that weekend at Frost Elementary. I think we started there and it was raining, so we went to this other school close by. Nice. That had like an over rail that Toy Pud will switch flip through a Whoa. while ago. Gnarly. Were you tripping? Because it's like a spot in a video. <laughs> yeah, we were. I was tripping out just from how perfect the school was. Yeah. I think in the East Coast, they don't build the outside hallways and handrails because it's just going to be freezing half the year. <laughs> so they're not going to put work into these outdoor structures. And and they're going to get fucked up because, like, the weather just shifts this concrete and more shit to right. fix. Yeah. Break down all those materials. <laughs> yeah. The California. 70 degrees year-round. For real. <laughs> but thanks to that, these handrails are there. We're all warming up on it. Skating it, I think I double flipped over it. Nice. Not scared of... I thought that trip was cool. <laughs> I was going to say, not scared of a double flip. <laughs> uh, but it was random as fuck. P-Rod and Shane O'Neill and Terry Kennedy all skate up. Heavy. Just as they were, like, coming to film there that day or something. Yeah, that's like being in a skate video. Coming from the East and Coast. Jer and Jeremy Rogers. <laughs> nice. He's from East Coast. <laughs> Wait, Jeremy Rogers now? No, this was like... Girl? A while ago. Yeah, girl.
Earl Jeremy Rogers. Ooh. Solid. Yeah. Did so good. Skated Michael Jackson. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I remember a lot of homies I was with were kind of fanning out. I was trying to keep it cool, but had to go say hi. Yeah. I, I do that. Whenever I... Paul played skate with my homie. Sick. We were all, like, hanging out for, like, probably 45 minutes. Funny. They were just normal people. It was my first interaction with, like, pros in a schoolyard. Yeah, that's pretty it's sick. Plenty sense now. I, I would for sure ask Paul Rodriguez to play a game of skate. Right? <laughs> just to, like, see how it goes. Yeah. I feel like he'd start like a gentleman, like, with the ollie and the 180s. Yeah, and then just not fall. <laughs> yeah, and then just keep going for days. After I came out here and visited, it was a smooth trip, and Paul was super nice. The contest went well, well as, like, I guess it could be. I didn't do well, but <laughs> saw a lot of epic skaters, one of which I just ran into yesterday at the skate park, and I hadn't seen him since. Who was that? I was like, yeah, yo, I remember you from Arcadia. He said, holy shit. <laughs> Sick. I met a bunch of homies that day, actually, that I'm still friends with today. But I flew back, and all the homies were like, wow, you, mu you must be cool. It looked like you had a great time. So one thing led to another, and this guy graciously helped Jordan and Chris and Tom Rohr, our buddy from Minneapolis, move out to La Crescenta into a house for a year, and then they will move to Echo Park, which is where I moved into. And that's how you guys linked up. That's pretty sick that he was able to do that. That place was called, and still is, the Silent House. Sadly, went under due to not enough funding and focus on the brand. But it was doing really well for a while in my eyes. It was fun to see the ads come to life and the videos that we put out. That's super sick. To be a part of something with people and to build something and then see it like work is kind of cool. On a full-length video, but it never fully happened. So the filmer James Buckman ended up releasing it as an independent film. Kind of filmed the rest of it and just produce it. That's like crucial, man. It's that's crucial development with like everything, like to work with a team and to like see a small brand and all that stuff. It's it's good experience to have. I know. Looking back, I wish I had taken more of the graphic side into my own hands. We had a buddy do a line of awesome graphics that really sparked my interest for wanting to do artwork on a board. Still working on doing that, but <clears throat> been doing a lot of drawing and painting in the meantime. Yeah, I can see it on the wall on the back. Is that you? Were you doodling? Which one? At the top. Oh, I, oh, they all are. I thought that was a bookcase. This is a bookcase. Oh, it is. Did you paint on it? It's like mostly books, but I've got a couple paintings on it psyched on this LA skyline I did one time back at the silent house when I was broke off for a month it's just like sharpies on a red piece of wood oh yeah from the distance it looked like it was books but yeah that's sick dude yeah there's books behind it still yeah I love I never found a frame for it but this is the closest thing to it <laughs> what did you use to create that uh it was just paint pens and sharpie Really not my style. I'm, I was like super broke off, icing my tailbone, and was just looking for a challenge. So I started to try to draw the skyline with just shadings and color. It really worked out. I just 
haven't fucking done it since. <laughs> if you were gonna, if you were gonna do a series for um, skateboard graphics, do you know what it would be? I've been trying to wrap my head around that because I've got a lot of artwork that I'd love to use, but I need a theme, I think, to make a series happen. Even though you could just go completely random and have that be the theme, but it'd be fun to go into it with an idea. I'd like to start doing portraits of team riders. Ooh, that'd be sick. Yeah. Or just, like, people doing random things. Like, incorporate, like, people on the team in it. Yeah, that'd be sick. Would you draw, like, would you draw it out full length? Probably because, like, the homie I work with, he'll draw out the boards, the graphics, on full length. They're, like, 33 inches by, like, 9 wide. Like, yeah. he'll... Yeah, it's pretty like sick. On the board? Well, he'll do it on pieces of paper. He'll have, like, big... Okay. Long, so it's a full-size skateboard graphic that he drew out. Like, he does it like that, which is pretty sick. That is sick. I'd probably do it on, like, a 9 by 12 and scan it. Oh, sick. Yeah. I try to work on it. I... I should work in, like, the size of a skateboard. That'd be cool. But I like having that artwork, that, like, full-length sh- full artwork is so cool to see. Like, trips me out. Sure. I know. Even the skyline is about the length of a board. I could work with something along that. Yeah. Size. This thing my brother did a while ago, too, I really want to turn into a board. Check this out. Whoa, that's sick. That's crazy. It's just like a piece of wood. Yeah, it's kind of trippy. What did he use? Do you know? He did it on, like, 3D studio design. He's into animation. Got a degree for it. Whoa, so sick. Yeah, I'm trying to learn a thing or two from him. Try to incorporate some of my drawings into a video someday. Kind of like what Weekend just did, but completely different. Yeah. Um. Have you? Do you listen to podcasts at all? Not as many as I should. I downloaded a couple graphic design ones recently, but haven't listened to any of them. There, there's some animation podcasts out there. Like, I know Nickelodeon does one, and they have on all these animators and people that have been drawing, and they tell, like, all these stories about how they got involved, and, like, it's pretty sick. Really? Yeah, you could probably learn a bunch from that. I've been trying to mess around in this program called Pencil 2D. Nice. And if you have a tablet, it works pretty easy. Yeah, you, gave me one. you can actually draw just right onto the tablet and have it connected. Yeah, you just, uh, yeah, exactly. I bought one. I have one. You got a tablet? Yeah. It's fun, though. I've been trying to just draw with it. Yeah, I gotta break mine out and use it, because I just doodle now on whatever. That's kind of how it starts for me. <laughs> just love to doodle and take a photo of the doodle or one you like. And just overlap it so you're tracing it with the with the tablet and Illustrator. Like, put your drawing in there, but only like 50% opacity. Yep. So it's just tracing paper. Yeah, it's sick. Did you do you ever check out the Muska's stuff? Like, I lurk his Instagram. Muska is always doing some crazy stuff. His art? Yeah. I've been to one of his art shows. What? Was that sick? It was crazy. <laughs> it's like all these like white canvases on the wall. More or less. Not really. And then, like, a skatable sculpture right in the middle of the room that was, like, really cool but looked fragile. He's a genius. Skatable sculpture. Yeah. <laughs> he's 
I saw a clip of him like back nose bunny it later that night. Whoa. Freaking out. But I asked him if I could skate it and he's like, not right now. Because <laughs> it was, there were so many people. Damn. That's so, sick. He was killing it though. For making money selling art like that. Respect the hustle. Yeah, man. That's amazing. That's kind of goes back to what we were talking about. Like if you can make a little bit of money doing something you really enjoy and you invest your life and time into, you know what I mean? people's goals i feel for sure <laughs> i want to see him keep skating too yeah i know that's the part that's the part that's like hard to like dudes get old you know like i, I don't know how old the musk is but like you know what's crazy too it bums me out is like i've had so many friends and it doesn't bum me out maybe i sound like an asshole i'm happy they had kids but so many of my friends have kids and now i don't get to skate with them as much so i'm always like Everyone, I'm like, just hold out from having kids. Let's do more trips and skateboarding. <laughs> Everyone has fucking kids. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm stoked. I'm stoked for them because they have families and shit now. You know, like it's awesome. But that just divides. I'm selfish because I just want skate buddies forever. You know what I mean? No, I know. I totally know what you mean. <laughs> Can you hear the car alarm? Yeah. Nice. My neighborhood's popping off. A lot of my friends are like married these days yeah marriage is a little different like a kid is a full commitment because you have a kid in like two years of your life you have to like you have to be there all the time you know what i mean like a marriage is like you both could be busy doing shit you enjoy and still be together and in, in in love you know with a kid a grown person you're like tying that knot with yeah you have a kid it's like a whole new world you gotta nurture that. the fuck out of that thing for sure <laughs> respect though to everyone who does we wouldn't be here without someone else taking that plunge yeah without put, taking that plunge i like the way you said that putting the putting the p in the v you know exactly <laughs> so people gotta do it that, in the oven. <laughs> that was always my thing though i was like super i listened to wu-tang and they're like wrap it up dude wrap it up wu-tang taught me to wrap it up you know what i mean so <laughs> they were preaching the truth yeah because like I wouldn't be able to do all this awesome skateboard stuff that I'm in love with now if I had a kid because my resources would have went to the kid. And I love kids, but there's a lot of kids out there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I have, like, nieces and nephews I can hang out with whenever I want, like, the kid, like, the kid experience, you know? Dope. Would you ever have a kid, you think? No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to just... Yeah. Nice. I've seen so many bright kids recently. Yeah. Like, my girlfriend's cousin is, I think, two and a half. And he could tell you every U.S. capital. Whoa. It's fucked up. Yeah, I couldn't do that. He's like, way more than I know already. <laughs> He's two and a half. Well, on that subject, at least. Crazy, though. He's, like, selling at an exchange. Why would that get you hyped on having a kid? Because then you could have a little kid that's, like... Super, like, intelligent and focused and... I can't imagine it right now in my life, but someday it would be really sick. Yeah. Help someone through life from day one. See what they do. Try to guide them. That's all my parents are trying to do. Yeah, that's all you can really do, right? Yeah, at the end of the day. <laughs> but I hear, like, when you have a kid, like, you can't, like, rest when, without knowing where they are. I can imagine for so many years, and I can also imagine that never leaves 
you either. But there comes a point where you got to, like, treat them as an equal rather than a kid. And if you can do that, it's a really cool feeling. Yeah. Yeah, that seems amazing. Yeah, I think about having a kid and, like, the responsibility of being a father. I think of that because, like, I lost my father when I was 12. So I know what it's like to be without a father. Yeah. So, yeah, when I think of it. No, it's all right. Um, But it made me who I am. So then I trip out when I think about having kids because I'm like, the pressures of being a father, like how you got to be on point. You got to do it. You know, you got to like, your actions and thoughts are very fucking important. You know, you can't, you got to really be on point because this little thing is observing and watching and like how wrong it can go. (laughs) Crazy. You got to put yourself second. Yeah, fully. Well, that's what bums me out when people have kids young. Not that it's a bad thing, but, like, when people have kids young, too young, there's, like, a line, I feel. Because, like, you're still developing. If you're a kid and you're having a kid, it's, like, how are you going to learn and teach at the same time? Like, it's you have to make mistakes, right? Like, (laughs) yeah, rough, rough. You got to learn from those mistakes. Yeah. Teach it to someone. Yeah. Like, do it with them. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's got their own approach. Yeah, people, I mean, people seem to survive and make it. There's like a more good people and families, I feel, like out there than there's not, you know? And like, yeah. it's not a bad thing. A sense of togetherness. I just went to, I just went to four different families for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Really? Yeah, because everyone's, like, divorced. <laughs> everyone's divorced or, like, separated, so we're going to, like, multiple houses. In it. But it's, like, everywhere I go, there's, like, a collection of people that are down to celebrate together. And, everyone, and like, it's pretty sick. Cool. <laughs> what about you? What'd you do? I went to my lady's family's place in Pasadena, her aunt's. Nice. Turkey stuffing. It was nice. There was 15 people. Whoa. Ping pong all afternoon. Nice. Yeah, it was dope. The whole nine yards, turkey stuffing. Cranberry sauce was like very thin, just like a sauce, which was bomb because it just went well with everything. Nice, like a dressing almost. Yeah. Nice. You're making me hungry. Solid. How about you? I didn't get any leftovers though. (laughs) Blew it. (laughs) Yeah, fucking definitely dropped the ball on that one. Sorry. Whoops. Um... Yeah, I had a, when you go to four different houses, you have a lot of variety in food and people. And, um, I went to four different houses and the cool thing was there was a lot of turkey, a lot of sides, delicious sides everywhere I went, fucked up some sides. Um, unlike you, my friend, I brought tubware. Thanks to my late lady nagging at me, brought the tubware. <laughs> yep. And then cleaned up, dude. So much leftovers. My fridge still has leftovers. Yeah, super hyped. One of the cool things was there was a dog at each house, and the dogs just wanted to cuddle and hug the whole time. Like, So, yeah, each house, I hung out with a bunch of cool people, but I got to meet a new dog and kick it with a dog for a while. Cool. Yeah, I did the same. How much art have you created? What's Show me the rest of the room. You got more stuff over there? Dang, yeah. I got this, uh, it's like an unfinished painting I've turned into a collection of pins sick is that canvas yeah nice and some stickers and pins and stickers pin drawing nice passed away got the sticker and pin of him oh is what happened with that he just got really 
um, really depressed, I think. Oh, man. Sorry to hear. It's tough, but thank you. Yeah. Close friend. No. This guy, Jack Moore, did this one. It's pretty epic. I gotta get it framed. Yeah, the colors are pretty awesome. Yeah. It's just colors and lines. What's it on? Uh, watercolor paper. Oh, sick. Yeah. Jordan and I collaborated on this one. <laughs> Mighty. What the hell? Did you guys just throw something at it? It looks like it got burnt, too. He, yeah, he shot some uh, fireworks at it. Nice. <laughs> Roman candle. <laughs> I'm hyped on this one. It's super random how it came together, but the little thing at the top he's holding is supposed to be a globe. I was going to say, it looks like he's out in space almost. Yeah. I was spray paint, or I was, uh, I took a water gun and just sprayed really thin paint at it. What, like a, like a toy gun? Like a water gun, you're saying? Like something you'd spray your cat with. Nice. (laughs) That gave it this, like, off effect. I'm stoked on. It's not like a thick black, but it's still black. This painting my homie gave me from Paris. Sent it to me. Nice. Is that canvas? Yeah. Just like shapes on colors. It's got Julian. Yeah, that looks sick. Cool. Thank you. I got a couple questions real quick. Do you watch any TV, any movies, any shows, anything like that? Um, yeah. <laughs> I started watching Stranger Things in Spain like a month ago, but I'm only halfway through it. Any good? It's tight. It's dispensable. Fuck, something good? I don't know. I've been trying to not watch TV when I'm, whenever I'm home, except when I'm like an hour before bed, maybe. I don't know. My lady, my lady watches these reality shows. Uh, it's like cooking reality shows. I think it's called The Worst Cook in America or something. It is so... cursed. Yeah, I don't get it. It's not like the best of the best? <laughs> no. No, it's like they got people that don't know how to cook, and then they just try to teach them how to cook. It's like... That's pretty funny. And it's funny because I've watched so many of these goddamn shows that are kind of... Ma- chopped. Yeah. Like intense cooking. I don't like... I like those because I get hungry, but I'm <laughs> anxious because I'm never going to be that good cook. Yeah. Well, these, those ones, those shows where people actually have skills, like, I don't really mind, even if it's overproduced. The ones I'm talking about are where, like, they make a formula for the show, and then they get actors to pretend like they're fucking cooks or whatever, or they're... And then it's like a quick, like, little room where you talk shit on the other person in between each scene. <laughs> yes. There's a formula. It's like, here's the goal, the objective, and then they find characters to fit in, and it's like, it's entertaining, I guess. But I'm just watching, like, people that can that weren't the great actors. They're just, like, got work. <laughs> yeah. Like, today I'm playing a bumbling idiot trying to cook. And I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any, like, all-time favorite movies? Yeah. Definitely Tommy Boy. Oh, sick. <laughs> For days. Classic. Yeah. I so, love Chris Farley. Yeah, he was so animated and so loud and so ho- timely and hilarious. Right. What about you? Um, Forrest Gump, for sure. Tom Hanks. Um, yeah. Epic story about life and just like, I mean, the, the filming and all the classic footage in the, in the soundtrack. To me, Forrest Gump is like one of the most classic. How about Happy Gilmore? Oh, dude, yeah. 
amazing. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, shit's hilarious. I like a lot of early Sandlers. Definitely. Um, I also like Fine. Much, much Mad TV. Sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. Um, Mad TV. I watched a little bit. Not that much, though. My parents have some recorded episodes in their basement somewhere. Nice. <laughs> I need to unbury those. Yes, nice. With the world. Mad TV. I forgot about that. Speaking of animation, I like um, Finding Nemo. That's one of my top three movies. Damn, I did see a good new movie actually on the plane. Animated one. What was it? Called The Life of Pets. Life of Pets. Oh, I've seen. I didn't. I didn't watch it, but I've seen it up there. It's good. All right, I'm gonna watch that one. It's really funny. It's just like crazy story of what pets do whenever you leave for work. <laughs> Classic. That's a perfect way to build a movie right there. Yeah, it's like all these neighborhood characters coming together. Um, okay, so I'll give you top two for me. I had a third one, too. Uh, Sword in the Stone, which is animation, too. It's like drawing. Okay. You ever see that one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's like the story. Medieval times. Exactly. It's uh, the story of King Arthur, but like with Merlin, the wizard and stuff. It's sick. Yeah, I haven't seen that in years. And it's cool because it's all like hand-drawn. It's before like all the technical like CGI shit. It's just like drawn cells. Yeah, like early animation. Exactly. But it's such a, such a cool story. So those are my top three. You got to think about your top three, man. You don't really know yourself till you know your top three favorite movies. Good point. Let me look at this list I have. Okay. A lot of things in my notes. I put people on blast like during Thanksgiving. I whipped out, "Hey, what's your top three? Everyone stumbled. It's like top one, two. I really liked Shutter Island. Ooh, and, sick. Um, The Wolf of Wall Street. Nice. You like Leo? Super good. Leonardo. Definitely. That dude kills it. I gotta go watch that again. Leonardo. Leo, Leo crushes it. He's one of my favorite too. I'll put Johnny Depp and Leo in the same category. Good. <laughs> um, okay, well, Chris, one second. Let me just go through this so I make sure I covered everything. You're writing for Mighty Healthy as well, right? I do. How'd that come to be? That homie James Buckman helped connect me with the owner, Ray Mate, And I got a call from Ray not long after I moved to California, and he wanted to send me some clothing and sponsor me. Nice. I was more than down. Just a rep in East Coast brand. That seemed cool. Yeah, and fuck yeah. They're still killing it to this day. It's constantly putting out things that I don't expect him to. And just trying to do something different every season. Hell yeah. That's sick, man. That's a good sponsor. I that. And are you getting... I want to work more with them closely and try to make some clothing down the line. Yeah, that would be sick. Awesome. Try to do like a collection. Yeah. Nice. We did a really cool one with Gino like a year ago. Oh, that's sick. That got me sparked on just clothing, simple designs, placement. Yeah, hell yeah. So fun. I love apparel. I'm lost in that world. You're killing it with your apparel. <laughs> yeah, we do a lot. We do a lot of stuff, but it's awesome. It's really, really enjoyable. <laughs> Good. Um, it should be. Yeah. Are you getting shoes from Huff? No, I'm getting shoes from New Balance. Nice. Yeah. Levi Brown hooked it up. 
And lately, I've just been trying to get to know the team more and skate with people involved. Nice. It's been really fun. Feels good. Shoes are awesome. Team is fucking growing. And they do. Gnarly. They always do really awesome video projects, huh? And Ardo shoots photos. They do. Solid. I need to put myself out there and be available to get on a trip soon. Hopefully, film some great things with them. Hell yeah! I'll have to introduce my homie that works there as well. I'll introduce you, or if you don't already know him, so. Who, James. No, Jason, Jason Rothmeyer. You know Rothmeyer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the man. <laughs> he's the homie. He actually invited me to Clement's house in Tampa that weekend that I went, got to skate. Yeah. The driveway. He's awesome. Do you lurk his Instagram? Because he's got all the reptiles and uh, snakes. Yeah. Crazy. He's, he's always exploring, like, crazy snakes and shit. I'm like a good photos. Yeah, I'm such a fan of reptiles, and that guy's Instagram is like hours of reptiles. Sick. Yeah, I've been meaning to go skate with him and PJ for like a lunch session one of these days. Ooh, that'd be sick. I'm up today, now that I say that. Yeah, that's a good idea. That'd be a good session just to say hi and skate some with some fucking heavy dudes. Yeah, they fucking rip. So <laughs> Hell yeah. kind of nerve-wracking, but they're my <laughs> idols, so I gotta go hang out with them if I have the opportunity. Yeah, that's sick. PJ's so good. I mean, I grew up in Boston area. And when they, PJ and Jeremy and Ryan Gallant and all those dudes put out the wonder, Wonderful Horrible video, um, uh-huh. so sick. Alexis all, too. Yeah. She's, she's on New Balance, I heard. Yeah, Alexis, right? So sick. Yeah, she kills it. I saw her, I feel like I watched her skating recently at, at a street league. Is she in street league? I think so. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, she's ripping. And she just did all, helped with a bunch of those animations. Sick. And this weekend video. That's rad. I saw the credits at the end and it was like done by Grant Yansura and Alexis Sabon. Like, whoa. Yeah, talented and shreds. Cool skaters out there making really nice work. Yeah. Oh, you know what I wanted to talk about too? I have a lot on this list. We get like sidetracked on like simple things. <laughs> okay. Hey, what shoes are you skating? Right now, I have some Americas, but. I'm skating for World Industries, and um, I have a pro shoe drop in in December. A couple days, it'll be in. Fuck yeah! Yeah, it's my second. It's my second pro model. It's a mid top, and like I gotta like basically design it from scratch with my homie Colin. That's from out here, and um, yeah, I'm excited for people to try it and skate it. And I don't know. It's cool to have like um. I don't know, for someone to, like, give me an opportunity to have a shoe, you know? Like, that doesn't come all the time. So, to me, I'm like, this is a super sick opportunity. That's rad, yo. Yeah. Okay, congrats. Second shoe. Yeah, chirpy, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, you can go to my Instagram, uh, and you'll peep it. I put some photos up already. I actually gave away a pair online, too. We did a World Industries, like, you know, just um, Instagram contest, and gave we gave away a pair, too, so. Oh. Hell yeah. Um, oh, okay, I wanted to go back to more sponsor, sponsor me stuff, because it's awesome, you, you've had some really cool sponsors, dude, are you still doing stuff with Mountain Dew? Yeah. That's awesome. They're helping me out so much. Yeah, I saw it, sorry to cut you off, but I saw a fucking article somewhere, you were skating like this crazy, like, like, uh, I don't know if it was like on a snowboard hill or something, it was like a course that someone designed. What was that? Downhill. They called it Super Snake, and it was built 
on Sierra at Tahoe nice. Mountain. It was like two weeks of man work setting up these ramps for us, and they wanted to get shots of snowboarders interacting with skating. Whoa. And it worked out perfectly. They sent up like five of us to skate it, and we were getting snowmobile rides back to the top of the front. Sick. But it was so steep that a few of us, like, were... I think everyone was kind of scared for their lives at some point in the run. Was it slippery, so, the ramps? It was hard to, like, really get down. The ramps were really sticky, and each piece was slightly downhill, at least a little bit. But it was a rush. It was fun. Yeah, it looked like it was it looked like it was a fun session and like to be there trying to create something like that was kind of cool. Yeah, it was really sick just to like be there skating it. Like I wasn't part of the like, the main commercial that they were there to shoot, but they were making a whole video from the behind the scenes that I was a part of and I think they did a really good job with it. It actually premiered on TV, which is crazy. Whoa, were your parents tripping? On NBC. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you fucking made it, Chris. <laughs> yeah, they've been stoked forever. <laughs> That's awesome. Fully supportive? Always supportive, yeah. Are you like, um, on Thanksgiving when you go around the family and stuff, are you like the pro skateboarder? <laughs> I actually haven't been home for Thanksgiving in like five years. Nope, you're the kid who left. That's who you are. <laughs> Home for Christmas, we all hang out. <laughs> nice, <laughs> that's cool. What else have you done with uh, Mountain Dew? Are they actually before we get to that? Are they um still doing? They're doing like a shop contest, I think, right? Yes. Or a team. That like shop showdown. Yeah, they're doing that. They are. I, they are. They're doing so much right now. It's yeah. Hard to keep track, but it's great at the same time to have a lot to be involved with. Yeah. I was just in Manila. They flew me to the Philippines. Well, To do such and do a demo for this local amateur contest that they've been holding for the past three years at this park they built in the middle of Manila. Whoa. Which is rad because there's like no other skate parks near it. So kids came from like all over. But they're doing amateur contests like all over Europe as well. As well as in the States right now. Even little sessions at people's DIY parks, they'll just fly in a skater and host a little event just for kicks. But they also funded a lot of that We Are Blood movie as well, which helped me see the world. So I have a huge thanks to them for that. Yeah, where'd you go for that? It was China, all around the U.S., Barcelona, and then Dubai. Gnarly. That order was fucked. I've been meaning to make a book out of my journeys from all the photos I've taken. It's oh, sick. Great graphic design practice. Yeah, that'll be sick. Something about traveling sick. Like, being able to travel and get a different perspective and see different lands is awesome. Yeah. There's all thanks to Ty for having the motivation and drive to do it. Got the RV... Like, had the vision for the video beginning to end, more or less. And just reached out to, like, a lot of us. It was really sick to travel with, like, kind of the same crew every time. Especially the filmers. Gators, 
changed up a little bit, but it was still like a group of us. But towards the end, it was really nostalgic. Still traveling with the same people was pretty epic. Like Jordan and my friend James Buckman, who I have already been skating with since like I was 15. I think that helped a lot with like the tensions and being in new places or feeling pressured to have to wait while they're setting cameras up or talking to security for hours. Yeah, because you had like a full-on production. It wasn't just like a normal filming session. Yeah, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't as quick as like someone taking the camera out of the backpack and getting color corrections done. <laughs> it's like them installing tripods and cameras onto the fronts of cars and shit. Yeah. But it all paid off in the end. It was really cool to see it all happen in front of me and what it takes to like make a production of that. Yeah, pretty gnarly. <laughs> it seems like a cool thing to be a part of. And that was, was that part of, du with Dutour was involved in that? They premiered it the weekend of Dutour in LA. Nice. So that was kind of related, but it wasn't related to Dutour in any other way. Oh, right. Just Mountain Dew. How long was the trip? Yeah, it was all over the course of like a year and a half. Ty hit me up to go to China for like the first trip, and that was a month. Dude, sick, you are just like, fuck yeah, let's go. That was like my first time out of the country. Damn. Definitely. So anxious when we got there, but luckily we had a long time to go back to a couple spots that paid off. Yeah. What do you mean you were anxious when you got to get there? Like, just to skate all these amazing spots that were around us. It was so hot out. I remember just sweating through, like, four shirts a day. <laughs> Sick. Kind of thing. <laughs> skating without a shirt. Have you skated China? Yeah, I've been there. There's, like, endless amount of shit. Like, when I was first going there... Yeah, when I first went there, I didn't, I was like, this is going to be sick. And then I got there and it, like, exceeded my expectations. I was like, there's so much shit. It's, like, ridiculous. Yeah, the, that whole place is a skate park. Yeah, perfectly said. <laughs> so it's, like, most big cities in Asia. Yeah. So are. Well, I think big cities everywhere, just metropolitan areas. Yeah. Who's skate spots? Yeah, it's awesome. Cities are like the best fucking thing about skateboarding. It's like being able to skate cities is awesome. Yeah. Something I was to... just thinking driving in my car yesterday. I want to make a film apart like East Coast, mainly Boston, some New York. Just put it to a Gangstar song. Nice, that'd be sick. <laughs> There's a couple out there that have been used. Just to follow up, China and Barcelona were both for a month, and Dubai as well. The road trip was longer longer than a month it's like a, such a cool opportunity man i'm glad you got to see that like not everyone does you know like so it's i don't know best thing i ever best thing that skating did for me was like allow me to travel and like broaden my horizons like the opportunity to do that is fucking worth a million worth more than a million dollars you know it's like sick yes i hear you man i totally feel that way just having traveled so far that all the people I have is been more than I ever could have imagined. You know what I wanted to ask you before was what did you go to school for? I'm currently still in school on a break. Nice. For graphic design. Sick. Yeah. That's rad. Like more than halfway to an AA degree, which really isn't much, but it's something I started and look forward to finishing. Yeah. And it's cool to have. 
but it's cool to have that. Yeah, definitely. I've been learning a lot from the classes I've taken. Just been trying to like read more and learn more about the people that are doing what I could see myself doing. Yeah. Did you ever want to go to like normal college, like for after high school? I thought I always like thought about it, seeing movies and shit. A wild college life, movie, but I was way too involved and focused on skating to just be a pile and drink every weekend. Yeah, forever. <laughs> Which is what I was doing when I went to community college for a year in Vermont. Yeah. I was living at some friend's house, like, off and on between there and my parents, and skating a little, but, like, just trying to live it up and realized I wasn't trying to be there for three more years, so <laughs> just took my friend's last opportunity to move to California and did it. Yeah, that's and I it. I think just living out here is like a summer vacation in itself, just from not having winter. Yeah. There's no need to, like, take any day for granted. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> so, the later you stay out, I don't know, it depends on the time of year. Lately, it's dark at 5 now, so I'm not going out much. Yeah, same here. It gets dark. Like, sometimes I'll go into, like, the warehouse and work, and it'll, I'll get out, and it's dark. I'm like, shit, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, but who doesn't love good camera light footage? All of Antoine Dixon's Maker 3 part was at night, and I loved it. Yeah, and just night skating in general looks sick. Yeah. It, it's good to uh, it's good to have uh, that time when you fucked off a little bit in community college <laughs> to have some perspective. You got to kind of fuck off a little bit. Be like, yeah, I don't want to do this forever. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Some people try to ride that shit out though. They're just like, I'm gonna fuck off and drink the whole time and like just to like never no moderation or balance and then just try to keep it going. And it's like, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Not at all. <laughs> No. Word. Um, it's always good to just keep yourself grounded. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Keep yourself in check. No. It's hard, dude. We got fucking lives. It's like we got emotions and and like shit happens and it's like you get stuck in routines and and then like someone says the wrong thing on the wrong day. Like it's a balance of like your emotions and your thoughts are like really hard, you know. Sometimes so. Especially with fucking weather, Chris. We have weather, dude. Sucks. <laughs> That's a huge factor in life. Yeah, for sure. I miss it, honestly. I don't know why. <laughs> it would drive me crazy sometimes. But those days that you would get in like February or January where it dries up enough to skate. Yeah. Definitely motivate you. It's so funny, though. Now that I'm back home, I'm just picturing 70 degree. 70 degrees all year round. And I've had both. I've had both. It's like pros and cons on both sides. You you always want the opposite of what you got, I guess. For sure. It is easier to get cooler when you're hot. Yeah. 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 I've just been trying this year. I'm trying to ease into it. So instead of going into the winter going, okay, this thing's going to suck. Fuck. Here we go. Going into like, all right, bring it on. Yeah, like fucking. Yeah, exactly. Here we go. Here we go. Another fucking brick. And then, um, but this year I've just been going, trying to pit not wear my hoodie as much. Like trying to be colder. Like see if I can like, when it gets too cold, like throw my hoodie on. You know. Yeah. 
instead of just instantly going out bundled up and being like, ah, oh, winter's here, <laughs> even though it's still kind of nice out. <laughs> yeah, the sun's out, just throw the hoodie around the waist. <laughs> yeah, and the, this winter so far has been fine. I guess it's even winter, I don't know, right? What is it, November? Crazy. Yeah, I heard it's been snowing up in Vermont already. Yeah. Yeah, we had a little, like, flurry once or twice, and that's it. Nothing. But Vermont, you, you've already got snow on the ground, you think? Yeah. Nice. It's more than there was last year by Christmas time. Yeah. Oh, you know so. You know what I wanted to... Let me just go through this list, because I have more stuff I wanted to ask you. Um, yeah. I had worst injury. Do you have a worst injury? Um... Nothing, like, too horrible? Because I've had, like, I, like, blew out my ACL. I've never broken a bone, knock on wood. Yeah. I've had, like, some heavy scares, just really badly rolled ankle. Very Ooh. dramatic. Going to, like, run to jump off my board at the top of the stair set and, like, falling down the steps. Onto it? Foot. Yeah. Another time, I, like, fell off a roof onto <laughs> where I was going to land. Yeah. On onto like another roof, not that high of a drop, but I like landed head first. Ooh. And then like my arm and left leg were hanging off the edge of that roof. Gnarly. Which was like twelve feet, probably. But I didn't fall. I just stayed where I was, and then like woke up not knowing where I was. Scary. But actually, Cody Hill was dragging me like away from the edge, <laughs> and it took me like thirty seconds to figure out that I was in a school I had never been to before in East LA. Right. I was just stoked to like be moving. <laughs> I went to the hospital and nothing was wrong. Just sore neck. Gnarly. Got a hollow meat out of it. Wait, what do I type in? Do I just type in hollow meat, Chris Colburn, and then it'll pop up? So, nice. Yeah. I'm gonna watch that as soon as we hang up. That's the first time I play it. Let's see that. <laughs> yeah. Gnarly. That's a good one. That's a good. You survived it. Yes. I feel like I. Yes. Yeah, situation where you go to put your foot down to catch yourself and your board is there and it just takes you in a direction you weren't thinking yeah i've had some brutal ones like where i've sacked a rail and my hands and my feet weren't touching the ground at all like so i'm literally hung out to dry yeah fuck me right <laughs> fuck me right <laughs> um cool man well that's pretty much it man i really appreciate you coming on the show chris my pleasure anthony yeah, I hope we get to kick it again, man. I'm down. I look forward to exploring more of the East Coast. Last thing before we go, I'd just like to thank Bear Mattress for supporting the show. If you've checked out bearmattress.com and you decided it's time to make the purchase, don't forget to use the promo code SKATE50 to get yourself $50 off. I'd also like to thank World Industries. We have a bunch of classic World stickers and the Shetler shoe available at worldindustries.com. And last, I'd like to thank All I Need. In the Trenches, our second skate video is live on Ride Channel. If you watch it and like it, please leave a comment and share. That would be awesome. And also, to all the skate shops that are, are around the Surf Expo Orlando area next month, you're personally invited to the Mini Ramp Deathmatch. Costs you nothing, cash prize, and it's going to be lit. Peace.